Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than Inez Says. Hi, hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez along for the ride today. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and also find the Inez Says Podcast right there in the WDBO app. And check me out on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, as of this taping Monday morning, November 7th, we are heading into general election day tomorrow, Tuesday, as the midterms are upon us. Over 42 million people, 42 million Americans have voted early so far or use mail-in ballots. Let me repeat that. 42 million Americans have voted early. That is an astounding number for a midterm election, especially off-year general elections have customarily had lower participation compared to presidential elections in recent years. Now, the last midterm in 2018, that election recorded some of the highest turnouts in the nation's history. In this election, in states like Georgia, we are seeing early vote numbers surge, Pennsylvania as well. But in other states like California, the numbers relatively low compared to 2018 levels. As usual, as huge and diverse as our country is, it's difficult to kind of make one blanket statement about our politics and the election coming up tomorrow, Tuesday. But what we are seeing right now, what we are seeing is historic in some parts of the nation. According to NBC News, 45% of the 42 million people who have voted nationwide are Democrats. 35% are Republicans, 20% other, i.e. independent. And by the way, remember folks in Georgia like gubernatorial candidate Stacey Abrams and others like Major League Baseball who took its all-star game out of Atlanta, Georgia and moved it to Denver last season? Remember when they said that Governor Brian Kemp's new sweeping elections bill signed into law in 2021 was, quote, restrictive? That it prevented perhaps underprivileged Georgians from voting? Well, that obviously, looking at the numbers, was political nonsense. Political nonsense put forth by politicians like Abrams and by corporations up there in Georgia as well and outside of Georgia. It was wrong. It was totally wrong. Georgia has been shattering past turnout trends. The Peach State has had record early voting turnout since the option to cast a ballot opened on October 17th. The vote count has soared to nearly twice the number on the first day of early voting in 2018. And as of this taping, over two and a half million votes have been counted so far in early voting in the Peach State. That is a state record. And according to the state of Georgia, 231,000 voters there in that state turned out on the last day of early voting last Friday alone. So we're talking about record voting tallies in the state of Georgia. You tell me, how is the new Georgia voting law restrictive? 
So you have states like Georgia and Pennsylvania, Nevada. They're setting all sorts of early voting numbers records. Of course, all three of those states have very competitive Senate races going on. Stacey Abrams versus Herschel Walker in Georgia. We've got Senator Catherine Cortez Mastro versus the GOP challenger Adam Laxalt in Nevada. You've got Dr. Oz there in the Keystone State, a Republican going up against John Fetterman, the Democrat. By the way, speaking of Fetterman, I got to tell you, I have never seen a more unimpressive political candidate in my life for any office than John Fetterman. And yes, I feel bad for him. He had a stroke recently. And yes, he's been handicapped in that regard in campaigning. But even before the stroke, I've seen better candidates run for local dog catcher here in Central Florida than this guy. And if Pennsylvanians, if they vote for him, so be it. But man, what could they be thinking? I mean, Dr. Oz, he may be a carpetbagger, but John Fetterman, the dude couldn't put two sentences together before his stroke. Anyway, early voting has set all kinds of records here in Florida as well. And again, of this taping, over 4.78 million early votes had been cast in Florida. And of that 4.78 million, 44% were Republican votes, 36% Democrat, 20% independent or other. Now, those numbers are astonishing to say the least. The 4.78 million votes, the fact that Republicans have outvoted Democrats so far in early voting here in the state of Florida is not customary at all. History will tell you that Democrats are the early voters, while Republicans generally wait for Election Day to cast their ballots. So in Florida, it has been a history-making early voting period, but not so much here in Central Florida for whatever reason. Voting numbers here in Orange, Seminole, Osceola, Volusia counties, other counties in Central Florida, they're down. Why is that? Let's go ahead and chat with Bill Cowles here on the Inez Says Podcast. Bill is the Orange County Supervisor of Elections. Well, early voting setting all sorts of records around the country. 20 million Americans have voted so far for the general election this Tuesday. But not so much here in Central Florida, though. Local supervisors of elections holding a news conference yesterday to try to dispel some of the myths apparently going on out there about early voting to get people to the polls. Bill Cowles is the Orange County Supervisor of Elections, and Bill joins me live on WDBO. And, Bill, we've had uh, some open mics like this one this morning. Listen in here. I believe everybody should stay home until the day of voting. That way it doesn't give anybody a chance to count votes and know how many more they have to cheat to make up. Okay, so how, Bill, how do you respond to folks like that who are not exactly confident in our election systems right now? Well, there are checks and balances in the whole process, and we want to make sure every voter has the opportunity to vote. So that's why we have three ways of voting in Florida. But there are accountabilities for those ballots, no matter you vote early, by mail, or on election day. And so uh, there is checks and balances in the security of those ballots, and every vote will count. Mm. You know, there, there's another concern apparently out there about early voting not being safe, and I heard that from, from you guys during this news conference yesterday. I had not heard that up until yesterday when you brought it up, but apparently that's something floating around on social media. Is that correct? Well, I think not so much on early voting. It's just about the uh, statement about uh, Election Day. Mm. Uh, you know, early voting is convenience voting, and you go and you vote based on your, your work schedule and your lifestyle, uh, and so it's convenience voting. And uh, 
that's where we're seeing a, a major drop compared to what we had in 2018, the last midterm election. Why is this going on, Bill? Is is it a, a conglomeration of, of things going on out there with Americans here in Central Florida? Why the early voting is it, it, certainly not correlating to what we're seeing all over the country here. Why is right. it so low? Well, I think candidates and issues is what motivates a person to get up and go actually cast a ballot. And so we're not some like some of these other swing states that are having more contentious, uh, more uh, issue-oriented uh, campaigns and candidates. Uh, so I think here people are very either satisfied or they're just lackadaisical about uh, the campaign. Yeah, I voted the other day in Lake Mary. It was easy in, easy out, and it was right. the same process that I experienced on Election Day itself. Right. Is that something that you're trying to get out to folks as well, that early voting is, is basically the same process? Yes, and, uh, and to me, for Central Florida, it's convenience voting because we don't work an 8-to-5 uh, work week, and so you can go vote on the best day for you. And so and they're very, you know, Orange County's got 20 locations, easy in, easy out. You put your ballot directly into the machine so you know ballot has been counted. And so and then, of course, right before this, I heard Tom Terry say thunderstorms on Election Day Tuesday. Mm. So if you wait till the last minute and then it's wet, you may not go vote. So mm. vote early. Get it done. Yeah. Bill, does it surprise you that 20 million Americans have voted so far in early voting? No, it doesn't, uh, because I think that's a statement to the fact that the traditional Election Day from uh, 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. here in Florida is very restrictive to our lifestyle. Much appreciation to Bill Cowles, the Orange County Supervisor of Elections, for being on the Inez Says podcast today. That will do it for the podcast. Make sure you join me on the radio each and every weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.